Thank you for tuning in to the Lucrative Lifestyle Podcast. If you are new to the show, make sure you listen to episode one to learn a little bit about me and what to expect from the podcast. If you have already joined the tribe by subscribing, thank you and welcome back. I am your host, Christian Haddon, and before I begin today's episode, I just want to thank you all for hanging in there with me last week. I am still fighting this Michigan code, but getting better every day. So today we will be digging into goal setting and creating your roadmap to success. For those of us in our 30s and up, we should be experts in planning by now, right? We have gotten through a lot of things in life, but oftentimes we did not get through them with intent. Instead, we have been navigating through life with our blinders on, hoping that we can make it to our destination on a wing and a prayer. But not anymore. We are breaking those bad habits and taking control over our lives. No more leaving things to chance. We have identified our goals and we are mapping out specific actions to get there. Let's talk about what that looks like. For the sake of sticking to the theme of this podcast, let's say our overall goal is to obtain financial security. So how do we get there? Well, whenever you are seeking directions, you have a starting point and an end point, right? Well, this roadmap to destination financial security is no different. Begin the process by determining your current financial situation. Where are you right now financially? Like how much money are you bringing in? How much debt do you have? Do you have savings, an emergency fund? What are you spending the most money on? Having an accurate understanding of where you are starting from will allow you to hone in on the areas that require the most attention. And those are the actions that should be implemented early on in your journey. For example, if you do not have an emergency fund established, this may be your starting point. That way, when emergencies occur, you're not forced to leverage debt in order to handle the emergency. If you don't have enough money coming in to meet your necessities, your starting point may be to find ways to bring in additional money. So you have assessed your financial situation, meaning you have created your budgets, you charted out your actual spending over the last six months to a year. Yes, the more data, the better. You prepared your debt schedules, you created your personal balance sheet, all of that. So you have the data you need to really define what is important to you right now. The more specific and realistic your goals are, the easier it is to make the necessary trade-offs to accomplish them. So our broad goal for today's discussion was to obtain financial security. So let's break this down into SMART goals. What are SMART goals, you ask? Well, I am glad you asked. SMART goals is an acronym that means specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. Specific goals are well-defined, clear, and unambiguous. When making your goals specific, consider the who, what, when, where, and why. Something we learned from childhood we can put to use, right? So let's take our broad goal and make it specific. I want to pay off my debt of $1,000 so that I can obtain financial security. Now let's pause for a second. Some of you may be thinking $1,000 is not going to bring financial security. But like we talked about previously, success to everybody is not the same. Financial security may look different between some than others. This person values being debt free at the moment. 
when they reach this goal, they may redefine what financial security means once they have had the opportunity to remove this stressor from their current pain points. I just wanted to put that out there as a reminder that you define your own success. Okay, now back to SMART goals. Measurable. Measurable goals have specific criteria that measure your progress toward accomplishing the goal. This is where the how comes into play. So let's make our goal measurable. I want to pay off my debt of $1,000 so that I can obtain financial security. Every week, I will put an additional $20 toward my debt payments. So how are we going to reach our goal? By putting extra payments toward our debt. So we have the S, the M, now the A comes in, achievable. So achievable goals are attainable. Don't make them too easy that you are not challenged, but at the same time, don't make it feel impossible. A good way to gauge if a goal is achievable is by assessing your current situation to ensure you have the resources available to you to achieve the goal. And we already did that, right? We know what we have coming in, we know what we have going out, and we know how much is left over. Sometimes we don't have enough left over to dedicate to our goal, in which case we would start looking at where our money is going and if we can cut back in any of those areas of spending in order to reallocate those funds elsewhere. So let's pretend that in our example, we discovered that we do not have extra money available at the end of each week. However, from our spending analysis, we see that we have been spending about $35 a week on lattes. Therefore, we are going to reallocate some of that money towards paying off our debt. So our restated goal is now, I want to pay off my debt of $1,000 so that I can obtain financial security. Every week, I will put an additional $20 toward my debt payments instead of using that money to purchase expensive lattes. But there is $35 available, Christian. Why didn't we allocate the full $35 to our debt? We can pay it off faster that way, right? True. But we want to be realistic, which is the R in SMART. Realistic goals are within reach and relevant to your purpose and passions. Ask yourself, is this something that you are able and willing to commit to? Chances are you enjoy those expensive lattes. So to tell yourself that you are going to completely cut them out and stick to it may not be a realistic expectation. Then if you end up losing the fight against making that latte purchase, you may feel like a failure and end up being discouraged from continuing with your plan. So give yourself a little grace. Instead of spending $35 a week, you are now only spending 15. To further entice you to continue with your plan, you can make that $15 worth of weekly lattes your reward for cutting back and sticking to your plan, which feeds that dopamine element we discussed last week, right? See? We're connecting the dots, making it all make sense. So let's express this commitment in the updated goal. I want to pay off my debt of $1,000 so that I can obtain financial security. Every week I will put an additional $20 towards my debt payments 
by cutting back on expensive daily lattes because I am willing to commit to using my resources more efficiently. And lastly, let's make sure our goal is time-based by establishing target dates to create a sense of urgency. Think about meeting your deadlines at work. Even if you procrastinate, you still get things done on time, more often than not in order to keep your job. So establish those timelines. So our final goal is now, I want to pay off my debt of $1,000 so that I can obtain financial security. Every week, beginning October 10th, I will put an additional $20 toward my debt payments by cutting back on expensive daily lattes because I am willing to commit to using my resources more efficiently. My debt will be paid off in six months. You see how we took a broad goal and made it more meaningful by adding that additional detail to our stated goal. Making goals smart provides a sense of direction and enables you to have better chances of sticking with your goals to achieve success. There can be more than one goal included in your roadmap to financial security, so follow this process for each individual goal. So we have assessed our current situation, we develop clear and concise goals. Now we have to turn the goals into action plans, also known as our roadmap. So we know we want to start with this plan by October 10th, right? Are we setting up auto pay so that our credit card company automatically withdraws this money? Are we going to make these payments weekly or pull them and make them monthly? Do we have a separate account that we use to process our bills through? If yes, do we need to set up additional direct deposit payments to fund this account? Or can we schedule automatic transfers from our primary account to this sub account? Do we not get direct deposit? If not, once we get our paycheck and cash it, are we going straight to the post office to mail in the payment? Do we need to obtain money orders? What do we need to do? How will we get it done? This is where preparation is key. We did the planning so we know what we need to do, but preparation gets us ready to actually put in that work. So if you are like me, you're going to prepare by updating your direct deposit in enough time so that the chances can be effective with the start of the goal, which was October 10th. And then we're going to update the credit card auto pay to take the additional payments automatically. We want this process as automated as possible so that it's one less thing to think about. And we are not setting ourselves up for failure by saying we plan to only swipe for a latte three days a week. Instead, we are preparing to do this by putting actual cash to the side each week for our lattes. If we want, we can even put it in a nice little envelope labeled latte, and we can only spend what is in that envelope. Now, unrelated to financial security topic, I just really wanted to take the time to express how important preparation is. So let's say you want to go to the gym after work, but you can't seem to get up in enough time to get your gym bag packed. This is an example of how good intentions, planning, can fail you under the right, or wrong, I guess, circumstances. So what if you prepared your gym bag at night? 
That way, all you have to do is grab it and go. Same with meal planning. A meal plan means nothing if the groceries are still at the store. And even if you make it to the point of actually getting the ingredients in your meal plan, how often do they rot in the refrigerator? So incorporating into your action plan the actual process you will follow, which is shop and then come home and prep your meals right away, you will be more successful in actually following through with the meal plan because the bulk of the work is already done in advance. Now getting back to our financial security scenario, don't forget to prepare yourself for what you are not going to do which is go back into unmanageable debt. Maybe your next goal in your journey is to ramp up your emergency fund. And from there, you start building additional savings and so on and so forth. The journey never ends. There's always room for growth. So continue to update that financial plan as things change. Always be prepared to take the next step. Heck, if you wanna take it a little further, throw in alternative courses of action. Like we talked about before, roadblocks don't always come with signs to direct you to an alternate route. Sometimes you have to be prepared with plan B, plan C, just in case you have to pivot. Again, lack of preparation is what slows us down. If the latte becomes a challenge for you to give up on a daily basis, what other areas can you cut back on in order to reach your target? Or can you take on a side hustle like DoorDash to bring in extra money to pay off your debt instead of cutting your expenses? Just be sure not to add expenses if you do add income. Remember the story I told about being insatiable and blowing my raises before they even had a chance to really settle into my bank account? Yeah, don't be that person. (laughs) So just to recap so that you can apply what we discussed to your specific goals, We discussed the importance of fully understanding your starting point. We walked through how to set SMART goals, and we understand the difference between planning and prepping, and that both need to be part of the process of building our roadmap to success. I hope you feel empowered to take on whatever it is in your heart and mind to achieve. That is all for this episode. You know, I like to keep it short and sweet. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you found this information useful. Please subscribe and share if you haven't already. Want to know more about me and my business? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lucrative Unlimited, which is my business dedicated to helping individuals and small businesses reach their business and financial goals. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lucrative Lifestyle Podcast. You can follow me there to see when a new episode is up and also to have some positive reinforcement on your timeline. As I said last week, I will be back next week, hopefully without a cold. But either way, I will be back because I am committed to helping you achieve success. Remember, these tips can be applied to all types of goals. So please incorporate them into your daily lifestyle. Thank you again and take care. This is a lucrative lifestyle podcast. Tune in to get your mind and your money right.